Welcome to the Green Wisdom Health Podcast with Dr. Stephen and Janet Lewis, where you will learn about natural solutions to common ailments. And now, here are your hosts, Dr. Stephen and Janet Lewis. Hello, and welcome to this week's edition of the Green Wisdom Health Show. I'm Janet Lewis. And I'm Dr. Lewis. And we are happy to be back with a show. I know it's been a few weeks uh, because things have been a little bit stressful, which is part of this show. Um, (laughs) We're calling this show Swarming Summer Allergies uh, because people have been coming to us and telling us that they are beginning to have allergies all of a sudden again. Kind of wrong time of year, but... Maybe it's all the rain. I, I, I don't know what's going on. They're but swarming I, like the locust and sir, what do you call them? Circadians. Yeah. Circadians. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, anyway, I wanted to um, address some of that today because people were saying, well, what can I take? Why is it doing this? What, you know, where is it coming from? You know, the answer to that is I'm not really sure where it's coming from, but um, there are things we can do to help with it because I know stress has got a big factor in allergies and i know life is stressful right now for many of us in many different ways Uh, for us we added in moving to our agenda again six months ago we moved and we did it again so um we're trying to see how much stamina we have and we take all these wonderful supplements to keep going and i'm still apologizing because i instituted that (laughs) although it's a much better move the fish are bigger and there's more of them yeah that's right uh, it's been an interesting time. So we apologize for the delay in the shows. But here we are again, back on track. So, <laughs> yeah, right. For a little bit, anyway. Hell, I'm in the ditch. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, anyway, Dr. Lewis, can you tell us why allergies are here? Why are people having runny, snotty, sneezing, snorting things happening to them? I don't have a clue. But oh. I can tell you some of the uh, root causes and you know the people can figure it out. Uh, yesterday, I was doing a consultation with Katerina, and she's a very interesting lady. And uh, she was talking about the different immunoglobulins, and she was asking some incredibly brilliant questions. Uh, she's very, very educated. And she was talking about the immunoglobulin A, G, E, et cetera, et cetera. And she says, well, how come this, how come that? And I said, let's, let's boil it down because I'm good at that. <clears throat> for example, uh, what happens is, and I'm going to talk about all kinds of things because I normally do, uh, most of the time it's microbiome-induced inflammation. That means you have a gut flora that's not what it should be, and it can, to a very large degree, disrupt your metabolism, which can cause weight gain. Folks, if you're 5 or 10 pounds overweight or more, you have dysbiosis, gut inflammation, Uh, the tendency toward, well, allergies, if if nothing else, or a histamine reaction or a cytokine storm. And what happens is, and she she was asking, well, why do we have this? Uh, The problem is it's normal for the nutrients as you digest to pass through the lining of your intestinal wall, and that's called epithelium. Um, But what happens is we have... Most of us have low stomach acid and not enough digestive enzymes because of the interference with the heavy metals and plastics and pesticides. So we don't get uh, complete digestion. Then the partially digested food, what happens is it seeps through the epithelium. And since it's only partially digested, it's a molecule that your immune system doesn't 
uh, recognize. And so it starts putting out antibodies or immunoglobulins against this. And it, it, it detects it, so to speak, as an intruder uh, and thinks it's a toxic invader. And that's where the antibodies come from. Um, and there's a lot of them, dairy products. And it's not that dairy's necessarily bad, but the way it's pasteurized and homogenized and has the growth hormones in it and all kinds of crapola, it's, it's better. Janet gave a funny look when I said crapola, so I'll say it twice. Uh, it's better if you do goat's milk or goat's cheese. And Katerina talked about that, too. Uh, and soy, gluten, and eggs, unfortunately. But here's the deal. There are people out there that say gluten's a fallacy. Gluten sensitivity doesn't exist. Well, my answer to that is just because you don't have it or you are not aware of it. That's more like it. You're not aware of it. Yeah, as these people say that with a 75-pound gut on them. Just because you're insensitive to it, unaware of it is just as stupid as saying cancer doesn't exist because you don't have it or you're not aware that you have it actually i think you know with gluten i know dr lewis cannot do it at all so oh, he God. he refrains from it because it hurts his stomach horribly. Hey, i quit drinking Shinerbach because of it so sorry Shiner. mine is not as bad but i've tried to go along with that too because i know it's really bad for you and oh, you she's can, younger and better looking well, you can tell a difference when you do it or don't. But when you go for a period of time without gluten and then and then add a meal that has gluten, um, you'll feel like you're very full, which people mistake that full feeling for I've had a really big meal. And, geez, I'm super, super content now because I'm so full. That's because your body's not digesting That's it. That's right. The fullness is actually probably a gluten problem because uh we noticed i noticed that after i've done that it's like it's it's like i've had the biggest meal ever and what it is is that i'm in i'm swollen i'm i'm uh like you said it just kind of blows up inside of you and it's like you can't process it but you mistake that for being full yeah and i don't even know if katarina listens to our podcast but she said a lot of these things. She's very, very intelligent. And we got to talking about the epithelial lining. And, you know, I said, well, your immune system slash digestion is around 60 to 80%, depending on what researcher you read. So let's just say 70% of your immune system is in the epithelium itself. So it won't properly function. And, and this is this is because inflammation caused by this can create, usually does create leaky gut. Uh, if you have abdominal fat, it's inflammatory, and that means extra insulin. That's why we check the insulin on your test, uh, and it needs to be on the low side. Uh, and and it, it becomes a vicious cycle, basically. Well, and you're talking about that. I, I think maybe the reason why, which allergies for a long time, I... I was bothered by them, too. I mean, I could tell, even though we're healthier, we take a lot of things for it, we can cut it off at the pass, but they're not bothering me now, and I thought, why are they not bothering me, and all these people are saying they're having these allergies, and I started thinking about what I've added in recently, and it makes sense with what Dr. List just said about um, uh, the small intestinal overgrowth in the gut. Um, the SBI spores that we have added to our 
to our nightly regimen before we go to bed, which is a probiotic. Um, they're new to us. Um, but basically it does what you're talking about where um, it goes in and helps with the small intestine that relies on balancing the uh, microbiome biomes that have a positive influence on our intestinal environment. Well, we've had a lot of people come in and tell us it made great changes and it, and it was unsolicited. So you know, it's it's done a lot of things. So it's you know gluten. Uh, you know it can be a lot of other things. Low, though. low stomach acid from lack of digestive enzymes. Almost always. So let's talk about low stomach acid for just a minute. Okay. One of the things you can do to help your body help itself is take liver support. And you know I put you on liver support if your uh, ALT and ASTs are over about twenty five or so. But even if it gets down to the ideal 18 to 22-ish, you can still take liver support and detox, which would be a really, really good thing. And it has uh, N-acetylcysteine, alpha-lipoic acid. Now stick alpha-lipoic acid in the back of your brain. That's going to come back up. It's got methionine, cysteine, taurine, which I usually add extra taurine because it thins the bile and makes it come through faster. But it has something in it called trimethylglycine, or TMG, which is betaine itself. Well, that's a methyl donor, and most of you that's into health a little bit have read about methylation and how incredibly important that is, not just in liver detoxification, but in detoxification in other ways. Well, actually, medications as well can uh, mess with your intestinal biome as well, correct? Almost always. Right. So that's why I'm saying the SBI spores can really help somebody that are on medications. You know, we don't ever tell you don't take your medications. We're just saying that they do interfere with the the balance in your microbiome. Alcohol consumption also does. I'm pretty sure that that's up now from stressful situations. You done gone from preaching to meddling, girl. (laughs) But that's another one that messes with the intestinal (laughs) problem. Well, just don't talk about caffeine and coffee. Well, probiotics actually have a GI and immune benefit because they increase the production of short-chain fatty acids and provide energy to the cells of your intestinal lining. So when you think that probiotics aren't an immune system enhancer, that's where your immune system comes from. So um, anyway, consider those. You do two of those at bed if you've not been taking those before, but um, they make a huge difference. If you're having problems with poor elimination, like formation of poor elimination, that's that's pretty good. Um, That's the name of a new show. Look for it, folks. (laughs) If if you're not, if they're not easily, if they're if your bowel movements are not formed. You've got a problem. So um, the spores have actually helped a lot of people have better formation. Yeah. So remember when I said uh, stick that in the back of your head about alpha-lipoic acid? Well, it works like CoQ10, and CoQ10 is indispensable for heart health. It's a super, super uh, detoxifying agent or bioflavonoid. Uh, and and the research I read for that was out of Journal of Free Radical Biology. So that's real. And here's something that Janet didn't know I was going to talk about. Acetyl-L-carnitine. It is absolutely, holy Jesus, indispensable in liver detoxification. And people say, but you put me on it because of heart health. You put me on it because I was fatigued and needed energy. Well, it works that way, too. So... 
you can it, it's easier i tell people you can glorify god if you feel terrible but it's a lot easier if you feel good and acetylcarnitine could be a big uh, contributing factor to feeling good well and if uh they is that what's in one of the products there is that in the natural dehist or is that a combination of some different things uh, that's a combination it's not really in that and i take the acetylcarnitine extra because i'm super tired from the moving and da 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 so i took i took some i'll be pepping up any moment but a histoplex is a is the one that has yeah. all kind of really really good things in it for yeah, allergies it's, it's got quercetin or quercetin depending on how you want to pronounce it. It, it what it is that's a kind of a strange uh bioflavonoid and it's very, very uh, good antioxidant, as is alpha-lipoic acid. But the quercetin is widely distributed in a lot of plants, but especially onions and uh, tea. It has such a strong uh, antioxidant activity. And I take the quercetin bromelain, and when I do, my respiratory system is about 90% better, and my respiratory system's always been the weak area in me. Then it has stinging nettles. It has the bromelain. And again, I take the straight Cusertin bromelain uh, by itself. And, and that also lowers your cardiac inflammation that we measure on HSCRP. Then it has the N-acetylcysteine and vitamin C. And vitamin C is very important because you can't make it yourself. You have to get it from exogenous sources. And there's actually foods that help you have a natural inflammatory or a histamine reduction, right. which is uh, nuts. I do walnuts and then Brazil nuts for the selenium. Olive oil, salmon or other fatty fish. Tastes like fish. Yes, unless it's cooked right. Oh, sorry. Uh, you know, that's the worst thing I've found out in since this COVID is that I had to eat my own cooking. That's scary. Actually, you're a really good cook. Don't tell anybody. Well, it's because he has a blackstone griddle, so he goes to town with it. So, um, spinach is a another one that helps mm-hmm. reduce histamine histamines. Um, sunflower seeds and walnuts. Hmm. So there are natural things. There are some fruits you can eat that help it as well. Um, it's a rec- recommended trial elimination diet due to the association of food allergies, especially in those with a pollen allergy, as up to 90% of those with pollen allergies also have an allergy to foods that cross-react to pollens. So generally as an oral allergy, the most common cross-reactive foods include apples. Is that because they're... I, I guess maybe because they're sprayed with pesticides. I don't know. I, I think that's the the source of a lot of things. We'll throw rocks at certain foods, but it's really the glyphosate or other pesticides mm-hmm. that's on it, herbicides and pesticides. I think that's a big contributing factor, yes. And carrots, um, celery. Now, so, celery's great, but you've got to have in the Bloody Mary before it's any good. Cherries, which is actually cherry season now, mm-hmm. so that's uh, really good for for gout, believe it or not. Yep. Um, peaches. Mm-hmm. Again, they're probably sprayed, which is probably part of that issue, too. Does peach crown count? Yeah. Oh, you bet. <laughs> and peanuts, which are really Man. full of a lot of chemicals. That That's one of the most pesticide-laden foods you can eat. So if you're going to do peanut butter, do uh, organic, or we just switched to organic almond butter, so we feel 
much safer about that. But you can do pineapple and papaya because they're huge and anti-inflammatory. Yeah, because the bromelain in it. Good job. Yeah, I know. Uh, but I also, you know, there is a new thing, which I don't know if you guys have heard or not, but um, Amazon has pulled their NAC from the market. NAC is our N-acetylcysteine, which is uh, something that has been around for about 52 years in the natural medicine world that we've had. It thins mucus. It's in a lot of our products, including the liver support that uh, Dr. Lewis was talking about and many other things. And um, it has now become something that the FDA is looking at because they think it needs to be put in a uh, prescription-only environment because it had uh, great potential to help with covid symptoms so people that were suffering from these allergies which part of this still could be all of that uh, they would use nac and when we say allergies you know it's still inflammation but um dr lewis talked about another product that most people never hear anything about and they don't correlate that it has anything to do with it Um, but it's something we carry called reduced glutathione and um, I wanted him to tell us a little bit about how that is similar to what NAC would be or N-acetylcysteine, because if you've heard well, all these NAC things. or NAC, N-acetylcysteine, that's a precursor to making glutathione. Glutathione's the number one way to for your body to detoxify. Uh, it has a, a critical role in your immune system's function, protection, protection against oxidative stress, you know, that kind of deal. Uh, and, and one of the things that creates some of the problems is uh, poor dietary choices, that's true. Lack of sleep, that's real common. Uh, abundance of stress, God knows Janet and I don't do stress. Uh, exposure to chemicals, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So glutathione helps you clean out much more quickly, much more thoroughly, and safely. Safely's, you know, the big key. And and it still, you know, kind of deconjugates the mucosa. So that's that's really a good thing. So for now, we do still have N-acetylcysteine. We uh, hope they keep fighting that and we get to keep it. But if y'all would write your congressmen, yes. senators, and all that, or email them, they think, well, if I get an email that 1,000 to 10,000 of my constituents feel that way, if you write letters, it's even more effective. And if you call their office, they do pay attention because one contact with your elected official, actually they assume that's 1,000 to 10,000. That would be a very, that is a wise thing to do because that is what it's going to take is people standing up in large crowds and saying, we're not going to take that, you know. Um, I think their whole reasoning behind that was that it, I guess it helps with, did you say it helps with like ad, uh, uh, well, Tylenol poisoning or something in the hospital? Yeah, that's they what use they it. use to save you if you have Tylenol or acetaminophen uh, poisoning. And it's like, well, if it cleans the liver up that quickly that easily that effectively why the heck don't we all use it and we all should uh, because we all have inflammation since we've created an environment that's more toxic than it was when i was a kid and you know the the inflammation say just let's just talk about the sinuses uh the the lining of the sinuses so to speak uh, uh actually sinusitis has gotten to be epidemic in our country, and, and there's a lot of doctors that do a good job with uh, medications, and I'm not against that. 
Um, <clears throat> but then you get your eustachian tubes that begin to clog up and it narrows the lumen of the eustachian tube from the inflammation and then you get your kids screaming from the ear infection. And speaking of infections, let's talk about allergies. Let's get into the research. Uh, there is plenty of evidence that big families have fewer allergies. The reason is is because you do cross-contaminate, and your body has an immune response to that. One of the reasons we have so many problems in our society is because we've been too good about trying to be too clean, and we compromise our immune system by babying it. And you mean with all these antibacterial things you squirt on your hands before you walk in somewhere? Yeah, well, I've always said the biggest uh, ingredient in hand sanitizer is paranoia and fear. Even George Carlin said, I mean, George Carlin was a pretty rude, crude, but brilliant, brilliant com- comedian. He said, uh, I think it was in his book, Brain Droppings or something like that, it says, why do you think you have an immune system for uh, household dust actually protects against allergies. Well, the house we just moved into has about 100 times less dust than the one before. And I was going to mention that. That's one thing that really helps with allergies is having like a, a humidifier. Uh, we have one, which it was kind of pricey. It's a Dyson, but it works well. You put water in it, and it just keeps the room moist so you don't ever have the dryness from the air which I, which is a lot of the reasons why people start having the allergies to start with yeah. but, but we keep that running year round i think it's dyson meant, has some really good products yeah i think that that it's meant more for like the the winter time but we use it all all year long but but listen to this excessive washing of hands causes more not fewer infections let me repeat that Yes, I said it. Excessive washing of hands causes more, not fewer, infections. You know where that's from? American Journal of Infection Control. Oh, that must have been old research for them, huh? Yeah, boy, they contradict the hell out of each other, don't they? (laughs) Excessive use of antibiotics in babies under 12 months causes their asthma rates to double. That's from Journal of Clinical Experiments and Allergies. Now, they say, well, excessive... Uh, antibiotics in babies. Well, that's between you and your pediatrician. The best pediatrician Longview, Texas ever had. There were so many women that hated his guts because he didn't hand out antibiotics like, you know, candy. like candy. And he did a really, really good job. I would suggest anybody that has children to get a book called How to Raise a Healthy Child in Spite of Your Doctor. And there's plenty of times that medical intervention will save your baby's life, that they're wonderful. I love our medical profession, but we need a more informed populace. That's true. Uh, Childhood infections result in fewer allergies and that's because your body can allow its immune system to kick in that's from journal of science here's here's one oh my god the red flags are going up vaccines may increase asthma and allergies that's from journal of epidemiology and the journal of the american medical association so do vaccines increase asthma and allergies 
I don't know. Read so the read, research. Read. That's the whole thing. Is yeah. you need to start doing your own research. Don't listen to. Uh, and I'm not talking about internet opinion. That's a bunch of bull. Yeah, the, or it can be. Man, Get into the research. Don't trust what someone's telling you on mainstream media. Look it up yourself. Cross reference things. You'll find many things out there that you're not being told if you will just start reading. Yeah, I mean, and that's why I tell people, use a discerning spirit. Even when I tell you something, you have to use a discerning spirit. And I've had people come in and say, well, I went to Dr. So-and-so, and he was doing his weird yin yin I said, it's not that he's a bad doctor. It's just that it wasn't a good fit. And I'm not a good fit for everybody either because I'm way too blunt, and I'm not going to get any better. I decide I like being a crotchety old cuss. I think we've come to an era where we can't rely on what someone tells us any longer. Quit being politically it. correct. Just say it. Just speak the truth, and then you discern, does it fit into your belief system? And you can be healthier because of that. Oh, guess what? I hate Good Morning America, but it was on for a little bit uh, this morning, and they were promoting this doctor's book, That and he actually said, oh, if you talk about your illness, it actually gets worse. Duh. The Bible said that thousands of years ago. Uh, and I do have a question from one of our from our audience members, Chad. Thank you for writing in on our ninja form for our podcast submission online. Um, he's been doing twenty four to forty eight hour fasting every month, and he's wanting to know if he should suspend all or part of the supplements during this time, and which type of supplement should he take anyway, like fish oil, or what do you recommend if he's fasting? And how do I get around the ones that need to be taken with food? There's a lot of questions in one question, but you do you make me start slow? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she knows I'm getting off on a tangent. It's like, golly, I want so many people to get healthy and have a better life. But my my opinion about that is if you're going to fast, go ahead and fast. And I, I take vitamin C. I love our multi-element buffered C because the way it's buffered, it's alkaline rather than acidic. And no, I wouldn't take fish oil. I mean, give your body some time to rest and, and rejuvenate. It doesn't have to spend energy to digest and eliminate it. It spends energy to rebuild the epithelial lining of the intestines. Now, the things that I think are super-duper important is our SBI or the SBI spore or both. I think Janet puts both in my drink. I don't know what she puts in my drink. It's different at night than it is in the morning, so... Uh, and the SBI is going to help you with your immune system in a big way. The spore, those, uh, they're going to come back to life when the conditions are just right. Casey talked about that the other day, and back by popular demand, he's coming in the future too. But I just do vitamin C and SBI and SBI spore and probiotics, and that's all I would do. So those are things that uh, he he does not have to take eat food with then. No. No, okay. not at all. So that takes care of the other and part of that question. People ask me about probiotics, and it's like, well, I don't know. I, I think Janet gives me three or four different kinds, and I'm looking at her like, well, you know, you can pipe up here and tell me what you really give me, but she gives me a whole lot of it. I yes. do know not to give him modal sooth. He has to, he chews. He chews his probiotics because he cannot swallow. You know, and and you have to admire somebody. Or let me back up. When people say, but this pill has a has a bad smell or this don't taste quite right when you stand there and watch dr lewis 
because he cannot swallow because he has a genetic problem. Yeah, and part of it's chronic acid reflux that I ignored my medical doctor and should have submitted to my medical doctor and my dentist, and I didn't. So he, he literally will chew up any of the products that are in capsule form or tablets, and um, he'll swallow them. Although I gave him one called Modal Soothe, which I really liked. It, <laughs> it helps with, uh, with dumping, like the, the colon dumping better. It helps has, motility. Yeah, it has a lot of ginger and things in it. And um, I didn't tell him what it had in it, and he started chewing it up, and his face turned into a prune. And I realized that that was probably not one he could chew because it was just too much. Well, I mean, I can swallow some pills, and but there's some that are incredibly distasteful. But, you know, you can have good results or you can have excuses. If you want it, just do it. I, I look at what happens to you once you decide that that's too hard to swallow those pills or it's costing you too much. Or She doesn't tell me the cost, but I don't tell her the cost of my guns either. Well, all these excuses that I hear from people that that. <laughs> don't stick with it but then you see them down the road and they're getting chemotherapy and they're getting radiation and they they can't come back from it and you're just watching this demise of people that you love so much because they chose something that they thought cost less i i don't get how that costs less they Maybe chose to put in a new engine in their truck for ten thousand dollars rather than pay a hundred bucks to change the oil a few times that you'll never be the same from again if you make right. it right and, and to me is like what kind of what kind of value of cost do you put on that to take care of your own health well, we're, you know, folks, we're a little bit on ranting and raving because, you know, sometimes people close to us make decisions that could have made their life healthier and happier and probably longer. And it, it hurts when we see them make choices that do not glorify their health. Right. And for those of you out there that are listening to this and you've not done anything or you know someone that needs to do something that doesn't know anything about what we do, we ask that you please share this podcast with them. Send them to our website, greenwisdomhealth.com. Have them fill out a health survey so they can do their low-cost, extensive lab um, so that they can start having a life worth living also because there's enough issues out in the world with, without having to feel bad on top of it. But, Dr. Lewis, I can't believe that we have come <laughs> to the end of this show again. Hopefully you've learned something about allergies, and hopefully you don't have them. And if you do, you know how to get over them. Can you leave us with some closing words that would make our lives a little bit better this week? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I tell people this too shall pass. I've always told my kids, just show up and smile. You know, be good to somebody else. It, it, It will do more for you than the people that you bless by buying their coffee or their meal or whatever you do. And, you know, kind of... Take if you want to fast, fast from social media, fast from the news. Because if you listen to that, we'd be in a race war. I have and and I saw it on Facebook about how rude people are. It's like, well, that's not my experience at all. I, I see more courteous drivers, people that are waiting to let me in, and and there's not a race thing from what I see. I mean, we're getting along just fine. We're more courteous than we've ever been back and forth. So you can choose joy or you can choose negativity. Uh, it it's in your mind that makes good of ill or makes wretched or happy or makes you rich or poor. So, you know, that be being said, 
The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, and faithfulness. Folks, if we just change our attitude, our lives can be healthier, can be happier, can be more prosperous. And that's what we would want for you. That God always gives you joy in your eyes, love in your heart, and laughter upon your lips. You guys have a blessed week. We'll be here next time on the Green Wisdom Health Show. Once again, our show has come to an end, but your hope in your health is only beginning. If you or a loved one are in need of a different outcome and are waiting for a brighter future, take the first step and go to our website and fill out the health survey. Please don't keep us a secret. If you know someone that could benefit from this podcast, please share this show with your friends and family. You're only one step away from a life worth living.